Hello, hello, and welcome to The Exchange Traded Fools, ETFs for short. I'm your co-host, Junda. And I'm your co-host, Pranav, and we are here today for episode two to talk to you about Xi Jinping's visit to China, uh, to uh, California. Okay, so basically, uh, in November of 2023, uh, November 11th to 17th specifically, uh, APEC, which is the Asia-Pacific Economic Corridor, held a meeting in San Francisco, California, United States, uh, where global leaders emerged together to discuss various uh, economic topics that needs to be discussed. So the controversial part is, prior to this meeting, there were reports that stated that in preparation, San Francisco cleared out all homeless people from certain parts of the city. Now, what, what do we think? What do we think about that? I mean, it's it's really it's been an issue for uh, San Francisco for quite some time. You know, I mean, if you if you just look back to the pandemic, that really hit them hard. Um, and I know for a fact that you know from anecdotes and just reading on the news that they had um, a lot of issues with homelessness and then increases in crime um, as a result of that as well. So it it really became a very unsafe city from you know what used to be the tech hub of the U.S. and a city that was, you know, full of entrepreneurship and all these exciting companies, but, you know, just it flipped. Um, and it, it's really unfortunate to see. But if you, I mean, if you just look at, you know, the some of the crime statistics, you know, just back in 2021, so a year after the pandemic. Um, so in 2021, as opposed to 2020, there was almost a 25% increase in um, theft. Um, and a uh, 17% increase or close to 17% increase I should say in homicide and then uh, a surprising 28% increase in human trafficking um oh, so all of this that, that that is actually quite surprising i mean that, that's pretty severe quite, crime yeah, but it's quite a sizable percentage as well exactly exactly it's it's i mean almost a third um that is but you know this also came as a result of a lot of relaxation of laws um, obviously, they had a new mayor at the time, and uh, that really accelerated the entire process. Uh, and then you combine that with, you know, an increase in drugs and uh, all of this, it was really hurting the city. Um, and, you know, this, you, you, when when COVID hit, of course, uh, people were told to stay in place and most people, you know, were laid off and... Yep. The the thing about San Francisco is it's one of the most, or it was at the time, one of the most expensive cities to live in the United States, and it, you know, it probably still is. And uh, there's actually a very interesting stat I have here from uh, this article by uh, the home, homelessnessimpact.org. And uh, they talk about how someone uh, working uh, on minimum wage would need to have 3.3 full-time job, uh, jobs in order to afford it a two-bedroom property at fair market rent, that is. Um, and at the time, the average rent was uh, $3,668 a month, uh, which is very, very steep. And if yeah. you imagine, you know, COVID's going to hit that person quite hard, they're probably going to get laid off. And especially if you think about these people working minimum wage jobs, um, it's, you know, probably your McDonald's, your Subways, you know, uh, smaller jobs like that. Uh, that don't pay too well and of course if everyone's at home no one's going to go there so it all transitions to delivery and all these other factors would have uh, led to them being uh, without a job 
So this really led to the rise in homelessness and that caused a huge problem for the city because you had people camping outside on the streets and you would just see these rows and rows of um, tents on the, on the side of the, on the side of the road. Yep. Well, I mean, so we know that it's a reoccurring problem. It's been, it's been there for a long time, which really begs the question, why did it, why did the San Francisco city council and departments wait so long to clear homelessness from the regions? Did it really take uh, a communist Chinese official to come visit San Francisco for them to really get things in order? Actually, we have here on September 25th, uh, an official from the city's public works department emailed other city officials to target seven specific intersections in the country. So why why now and not before if it's an established problem that has plagued the residents and citizens of San Francisco? Because sure, after they have cleared the streets, uh, these seven major intersections of homelessness, city residents have reported cleaner streets, less drug activity uh, on these intersections, which I mean, as a resident myself, I'm not a resident of San Francisco, but as a human being, I, I would like to live on places where, you know, there is no drug activity uh, and cleaner streets. So uh, the Xi's arrival is, you know, highly controversial in the United States in, in a time where United States Chinese relations are very, very, how do you put this? Like, it's, it's, the tension it's, is it's in a, it, yeah, it's, I mean, high tensions for sure, uh, geopolitically and uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very fragile. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this APEC meeting is uh, the third one that's being held in the United States uh, after the one in 1993 and the second one in 2011. Now, upon Xi's arrival, uh, there were clashes between Chinese dissidents and pro-Chinese government groups. Uh, the, another issue that is raised is that these pro-Chinese groups were reportedly paid by the Chinese consulate in New York to be ferried across uh, and then become flag wavers uh, upon Xi's arrival, which I find, wow. well, yeah, that's quite humorous, right? I mean, where, where's the real support? You can't be paying people to, to come and wave flags on the street. Uh you know, the people should actually want to be there, which I, from what I'm seeing, is more of a financial motivation rather than uh, a deep personal uh, belief or uh, backing of these policies that she represents. Now, yeah, I mean, um, I've never heard of, of anyone paying for someone to protest, but uh, that's definitely a bit strange. Yeah, uh, no, it, it is for sure strange. And, you know, like, if I was a San Francisco resident, I would be rather angry, furious, perhaps even, that the city council and city officials, of which I would have been a legal taxpayer for, has delayed this solving the issue for so long. I mean, like, the, the San Francisco city, council, uh, city public works departments and other departments have basically proved to the people that it is possible to drive down homelessness, that we can provide shelter for these uh, unfortunate homeless people. But why now? Why not before? Because we, we know this problem has been here for so long. So, I mean, is that is this maybe perhaps incompetent leadership or is it just a show for Chinese communists coming to visit the country? We, we yeah. won't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems it seems quite strange because obviously, like I mentioned earlier, this has been quite a big issue. And to, to sort of not act on act on it for the past uh, three years since it really started rising is quite strange. But the moment. Uh, one of the most powerful leaders in the world, uh, you know, says says they're coming to your city, to your state. You suddenly decide that now's the time we're going to start. I mean, it's 
it's an, an interesting choice. I mean, it, it really also begs another question: where the priorities are? Is it for uh, you know showing up for the communists, or is it for the local residents and citizens who have been there, who are hardworking Americans, who deserve to live on safe streets? I mean, where are the priorities, right? I mean, exactly. I'd be I'd be pretty pretty angry for sure. But and I'm yeah. I'm sure they they had a a large increase in migration out of the city because it frankly just was unsafe and unpleasant to live there. Of course, of course, no no one would want to live in in these uh, horrendous environments where drug trafficking mm-hmm. is rampant. Exactly. There, I mean, you you also did mention that there was also human trafficking increase. Uh, increase yeah. in human trafficking. <laughs> yep. Like. It really, uh, my heart goes out for San Francisco residents. But so the circumstances that surround these events are rather controversial. We've discussed why uh, we've discussed about uh, prior to the actual conference itself, what has happened. But what are act, what is the APEC meeting supposed to actually discuss? Would you like to take this one? Yeah, so I mean, um, she, she sort of one of the main purposes of his visit there. Uh, was that he actually, of course, met with President Biden, which uh, was very important, and also uh, met with a lot of tech leaders. So um, I'm guessing the likes of um, see of Apple, Tim Cook, and uh, Microsoft with Satya Nadella, and Google with uh, Sundar Pichai. And, you know, this comes at a very interesting time for all of these companies and their relationship with China, because you have um, countries like Apple, sorry, companies like Apple uh, this year selling the first uh, iPhone made in India as they shift away from their uh, reliance on China, you know, with the increase in, oh, sorry, the rise in uh, geopolitical tensions. And then also Google moving production of their flagship uh, smartphone, the Google Pixel, uh, to Vietnam in order to, again, re- uh, reduce their reliance on China. So uh, I-, I-, I wonder what those those conversations were like, because for sure it must have been a bit strange. Uh, I can imagine the scene with uh, Xi Jinping, Tim Cook, you know, they're sitting at a table and uh, Tim Cook's really just trying to, ensure that um uh he, he he's he's trying to be as nice as possible in a way to say that you know we're, we're, we're getting out of there because we can't continue so yeah. I, I i can imagine how how maybe a bit awkward that might have been and also uh certainly it would have been very interesting i can tell you that for sure for sure i mean it also is worth mentioning that apec operates on the basis of non-binding commitments with decisions <laughs> reached by consensus so it's not actually binding but I'm sure they've reached some sort of fruitful economic agreement that will hopefully benefit hardworking Americans and people around the world, you know, provide these jobs. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, you're, so you certainly hit it there. Like, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the conversations are quite awkward, despite also given the fact of um, the recent geopolitical tensions. It must have been, must have been an interesting conversation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I recently also read that this is Biden's, I think it's his second in-person conference. Uh, I'm not too sure on that one, but yeah, Biden. I mean, he, he's quite old already. Uh, he's running, running. Is he running for the Democrat nomination? I think he is, right? I, I believe he still is. Yeah, he he wants yeah. to go again in 24. So yeah. let's see. Uh, he really wants to break that record for the oldest United States president in office. Uh, you know, well, he's, that's he's but that's going for, it for sure. <laughs> that's definitely a conversation for another day, though. Yeah. Um, no. Just uh, something I was actually just wondering as we're talking about this now is I wonder if she's visit um, or if the you know if the reason for the, her for his uh, visit and um, visit uh, being in San Francisco is because of a large um, 
not Chinese population, but uh, people who have origins in the in the East, you know, uh, like mostly China, but a lot of people who migrated and now have become American citizens. But um, I, I wonder if, if that had any uh, factor to play in the location of where he was visiting. You know, I'm I'm sure when when uh, the Americans were considering where to you know locate this meeting, or however the locating, uh, however the location of the meeting was decided, I'm pretty sure they'd probably take that into consideration, right? I mean, she mm-hmm. probably also wants to send a message to to everyone saying like, look, we're China, you know, our economy is is is, is growing. We're here, you know, we're we're not going to be going anywhere. We are uh, an emerging superpower, and uh, exactly, yep, yeah, and and, and of course it's um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that I'm pretty sure China is projected to overtake the American economy uh, soon, very soon. You know, uh, Bidenomics. Uh, I'm not sure if Bidenomics is working. Is working. <laughs> this is the thing. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how inflation is going, but I, what I do know for sure is that uh, house prices are rising much faster than um, than wage rates, uh, historically speaking, that they, they've shot yeah. up, whereas wage rates have, and slowly, slowly gone up. So hardworking Americans are probably struggling right now to to afford to buy homes. I mean, we've already previously discussed uh, the issue of homelessness and and and, and the fact that COVID played a, a big factor as well. You know, displacing many people. I'm sure because of uh, the how many jobs were laid off and how many people could not work due to the restrictions. I mean, what what do you feel about the restrictions as well? That, that's something that I wanted to ask. Uh, sorry, restrictions as in? As in like, America prides itself on being a free country, yet it's going out saying mask mandates and, and, and two feet apart and what, you know, like, is this re- doesn't this kind of go against the uh, constitutional idea of freedom, though? Yeah, so, you know, it, it definitely does. Um, but it's something that I feel, I mean, of course, that, that is why you had so much backlash against, you know, these certain policies, because Everyone's saying, you know, I have the right to not wear a mask. Why are you telling me to wear a mask? Um, and that that is something that obviously was uh, quite a heated topic during the pandemic, especially when COVID was, you know, sort of new on the scene and an even bigger issue than it is now. Um, but these these policies were introduced globally. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's uh, it's science. It's what the scientists were recommending. Um, whether you choose to follow it or not, at the end of the day, that's someone someone's own. Like I mean, their decision, um, and obviously in America that got uh, a lot more backlash than maybe other places in the world because of um, obviously people's right to freedom. Yeah, of of course, of course. But yeah, there there are of course we've clarified that there is scientific um, there's a scientific basis for I'm sure everything that the Americans have told their people. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, APAC has concluded a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I'm hoping that there has been economic agreements and tensions have been slightly eased uh, because we do not want another world war breaking out. For there's, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's already too much pain and suffering going on around the world. Exactly. And, and uh, you human know, human lives I mean, are too precious to, to start falling like this. Exactly. I mean, there is uh, nothing more valuable than human life at the end of the day. So uh, it's, it's certainly, you know, it's a step in the right direction. And uh, it, it's can only see uh, what will happen from now on. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've pretty much talked about what there is to talk about, the controversial side of APEC. I mean, like, uh, where, where are San Francisco's priorities? Why now? Why haven't you solved the homelessness problem a long while back? Because you clearly have the ability to do so. You've showed us that and in no time as well. You know, uh, you've, you've given them shelter, I'm, I'm assuming, because uh, reports have stated that these people 
were sent to like safe uh, shelter uh, instead of being on the streets. You know, like it, it just really is. And also, you know, the protesting, clashing as well. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty pretty much it. Yeah, um, it, it's, I think uh, we, we've uh, we, we've covered exactly what we set out to do in the sense. Uh, that we want to talk about the controversial side of APEC. And uh, thank, thank you guys for listening. And please, of course, uh, do let us know if you have any feedback. You know, this is our for, uh, our second episode and we're, we're, uh, we're uh, looking forward to any feedback that you guys have because we're always looking to, to improve the experience. So of course, of course. please do let us know. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's it from both your co-hosts and we hope to see yeah. you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye.